The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to the Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, our top story today is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been put on hold. Oh no. Oh no indeed. Alright, so crew members were supposed to assemble for pre-production are being dismissed and are free to look for new work. Uh, Disney has put it on hold. Um, sources are saying that the crew members, which at this stage were a small group prepping for pre-production, are being dismissed and are free to look for new work. Um, I'm sorry, I'm reading this off of The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the project was originally been directed by James Gunn. It had begun principal time in the winter, either January or February. Uh, Gunn was it goes direct, as we know, in July um, because of uh, tweets he put out um, throughout his tweeting career You know, for the past 10 years, I guess, um, with jokes concerning rape and uh, pedophilia. Um, Disney took a courtesy meeting with him, but they stuck to their guns and did not hire him back. Uh, although they were talking about keeping his um, script. Yeah. And so everybody thought, well, actually, I don't know what everybody thought, because you and I even discussed that there's no way they're going to start on time because they haven't even talked about hiring a new director. Yeah. Um, so it says the timeline has been pushed out, not pushed back, but pushed out. So they source Disney never said they released date for Guardians 3. They're taking a measured approach in their search for a director, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and for, I don't know if this is related, but they're, the, the report is saying that uh, Taki Watiti, who did Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, had a meeting with Marvel, but it's unclear what project was discussed. Hmm. Uh, I would think it'd be another Thor, but who knows? And nothing really about Bautista, whether he's coming. I mean, I'm sure he'll come back. Well, he's probably got a contract. Well... They can have him back, I guess, if they want to, but they could also yeah. always, you know, write him out. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about them pushing this back? I think it's all, I don't know. I mean, I think it's all right. I think it was, it, it was more set in stone because they didn't have a release date for it. And I just hope it's good. I hope they keep his script because this is his vision since day one. And I think if you get someone else to write the script, it, it, it changes what this trilogy was supposed to be, you know? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Because <laughs> I was I was thinking about this about like uh, this third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. T- to me, each movie f- feels like a standalone film. You know, it doesn't really feel like one needs the other. You know, and so like l- let's say they didn't do a Guardians of the Galaxy three as an example. I-, I think I'm okay. I mean, would it be great if they did? I I think well, yeah, it'd be great if they did. I just don't know if I'm I'd be missing out on something if they didn't. Hmm. Well, it's kind of the thing is we don't we don't know what we would be we don't know what we would be missing out on. We don't know what that script is about. Um, but he was supposed to introduce Adam Warlock, and you know they're talking about some of the other you know big universal beings from the Marvel comics like Eternity and the Loom Tribunal and things like that. And God, what if he had Galactus in this? Well, probably not because the Fantastic Four I think had Galactus. Yeah. Right, whoever has them, but you know. I I, I, I want to see his script. I really do. I want to see it on the screen. I want to see these guys together one last time, um, assuming they all come back. Sure. Because there's, there's a feeling that that um, Gamora, you know, 
since she kind of died before the snap, she's probably she might be gone for good. She's okay. Uh, she, you think so? She's fine. All right, she's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So time stone. Well, but they, they were always saying that. Well, James Gunn was <laughs> James Gunn was leaving with the third movie, but there was rumors of them still continuing Guardians, like maybe with Stallone's team, but he's like 80. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Marvel, this is a weird thing. We're so used to knowing what Marvel had planned for the next two years in advance. Oh, right. Yeah. Like now we don't know. We don't, the, 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 the information is, is dark is blacked out. Like we know nothing after Spider-Man homecoming. I mean, uh, Spider-Man, uh, far from home. Right. You know, which is June, you know, July of next year. We're, we're you know, we're less than a year. In the, in the less, what am I trying to say? In less than a year, we're going to have three more Marvel movies within the, you know, the next 10 months or whatever. We're going to have um, three more Marvel movies, and we don't know what's going on after that. They haven't announced anything. Everybody's making these assumptions Doctor Strange 2, Guardians 3, um, the Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2. Spider-Man three, but we don't know. They haven't said anything. We don't know what new heroes they're going to introduce. It's in the air, and and our, I wonder. You know, you and I talked about this. Are they going to do another long-term thing? Like, because everybody's like, "Ooh, maybe they'll do Secret Invasion next," but maybe they're going to move away from this long-term storytelling. You know? Oh, you mean like another decade of Marvel right. stories leading up leading to, to a culmination? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think. With Guardians of the Galaxy, it, the ramifications of that, if it if it's closely tied to Captain Marvel, then I think it's going to be a big deal. Because Captain Marvel seems like that's going to be like the Iron Man, you know, the movie that starts off the second phase, you know. So if it's closely connected to that, then I think you're going to have a problem. But if it's loosely connected, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, you know, you guys me from where I'm like, you know what? I learned a long time ago to trust Marvel. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think the only poo poo that they did was in humans, maybe, because that that was like scheduled to be a movie, and then it was yeah. A but but think about series? this. They, yeah, it was yeah. a really bad series. Yeah. Okay. It, it was eight episodes, so they even had the foresight to think about it and be like, eh, well, it's not like they made the movie and it crapped up. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's so true. they were even smart enough not to make it a movie. <laughs> right. This is cool. So they dodged. Yeah, they dodged that bullet. Hmm? Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Right. It is interesting though, and you know the talk is they're introducing the Eternals. Uh, the guy that did Thor, uh, take, what's his name? Titi. Take a. Yeah, what well, Titi? Yeah. And you're 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 happy. Let, let's say he does do Guardians. You think he can do it justice? Yeah. I I, I mean. Well, Ragnarok was basically. It had the same vibe as Guardians, that right? That comedic tone, I guess you'd call it. I'll tell you what I liked about Ragnarok. Well, I mean, I liked it all, but I really liked his choices in of set designing. I guess. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, he doesn't design the sets, but he he, I guess he approves them, right? Right. Um, and if you look at some of those shots he did, like they look like paintings, old paintings and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did a really good job. Um, I think he did a good job. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not. Wor- yeah, I'm not worried about him if they choose him, but they might go a different way. You know who doesn't get a lot of? You never hear his name. The director, uh, and I don't even know who did it. The director of uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, like, yeah, we, who did talk, it? We, I don't know. <laughs> we talk about all these Marvel directors, so no. Huh? No. Good question. I don't know who did that one. I, he might be the only director I don't know because I even I even know the name of the guy that did Doctor Strange, Derrickson. Hmm. 
Right. That's funny, isn't it? That is like, funny. Did Spider-Man own public? Right. <laughs> anyway, so... John Hughes. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the 80s. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, our next story. And I'm shocked you didn't hear about this. I'm shocked. Do I'm it. aghast. I'm taking it back. Blade 4. What? Yeah. So, um... Alan, I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> are you taking it back? I am. I, I had to pull myself you, up for a second. Are you a guest? Yeah. Um, Alan, if you listen to our show, you know we just celebrated the 20th anniversary of Blade. Oh, right. Oh, if you don't listen to our show, go back and download. <laughs> Press pause, go back. No. Um, so, uh, so um, what's his name? Wesley Snipes was, uh, I think he was on a talk show or he was talking to a magazine, something. He said some things out loud. Um uh, <laughs> He's he says he's been talking with Marvel for two years. Remember, we were trying to guess what what he might have been talking to Marvel about. Yes, when he took meetings with them. Yes. Well, apparently, it's about reviving Blade, and he's saying in this interview or whatever he did, um, I got great ideas. He goes, if you like the, the uh, old Blade movies, he's like these will put these you know these new ideas will put these idea uh, the old movies to shame. Uh, it'll be like nothing you ever seen before. Uh, this makes me think he's gonna up up the violence and maybe the horror aspect of it, uh, or he wants to at least. Oh, so you're saying he wants a Blade Four, but not necessarily. No, he, the- he's saying he's been talking to Marvel for two years and they're trying to work work it out. I think. <laughs> oh come on, man! That's like saying, but, "Hey, I'm gonna call Marvel because I really want to make a movie too." No, you gotta remember though. This is I think it's a little bit different because if because I just rewatched the two Blade movies, his production company's part of Amon Ra, so. The two production companies have been talking about it. Oh. I think, but they're not saying they say maybe it's a movie. Maybe they're talking about a TV show. We don't know yet. And what's her name? In 2016, Kate Beckinsale, who does the um, under Underworld mm-hmm. movies, yeah, which is about vampires and werewolves. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, she mentioned the possible crossover with Blade Underworld. Crossover. What? Now that's cool. Oh my yeah. gosh! You know, be a better crossover. Uh, Blade Twilight. How cool would that be? Blade going after these Twilight people. I've never seen Twilight, so I can even make a joke in reference to it. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Good, good for good for Wesley. Good for Disney. If it if it does come to fruition, holy smokes! Do you think Wesley, at his age, what is he? I'm guessing fifties. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're close to fifty, so he's definitely older than us. Yeah. Do you think he can pull it off? Yeah. I mean, he still looks good. He was in a, you know, I was talking about him not wanting to do TV. He was on a really, really short-lived TV show like a year or two ago, and he looked good. Really? Oh, he yeah. was in the Expendables too, wasn't he? Three. Was he one of them? I think he was one of them, and he had like a do rag on and stuff. And yeah, he still yeah, looks I think fit. you're right. Yeah, he still yeah, looks I think, fit. I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, I kind of wish I asked this question on our Blade podcast, but let's take a quick detour. And if you, you know, don't think too long about it. Okay. What movie vampire from any movie could 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 give Blade a good fight. Oh. Oh, uh, oh that's easy. Edgar Allan Poe. The Poe brothers. Oh, I'm sorry, Edgar Allan Frog. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <he was> a, <laughs> what? Blade was, yeah, but he was a vampire. Uh, oh, you wanted a vampire. Yeah, who could go against Blade? Who would be able to hold him? Because we talked about how Deacon Frost can do it. So. <laughs> uh, man, that's a good question. Nah, nothing comes. No, nothing on the spot pops in my head right now without being silly. 
How about you do a, yeah, I know. How about you do a movie where for whatever reason Blade is bad for like half the movie? <laughs> okay. That'd be good to see. There you like, go. Just seeing people trying to stop him, that'd be awesome. Just Blade going running amok. Yeah, just sucking the blood out of people. <laughs> I would say the animated vampire from Hotel Transylvania as voiced by the wonderful Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to go silly. You went silly. Yeah, well, one of us had to. <laughs> I'm having fun on the podcast, Alan. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Alan, <laughs> what time it is? Uh, 6.10 p.m. Every week now you're going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, Alan. I mean, yes, you're technically correct. It is 6.10 p.m. on your <laughs> coast. But that's not what I was referring to. It's All time right. to... Hit, hit it! it. Yeah. <laughs> it. Right. Man, this is good. Right. Yeah, we lost control of this thing. All right. Quick hit number one. Disney online service has a name? What? Yeah, Disney is going out with Disney Play as the name of their streaming service. Another streaming service that we're going to have to be dealing with. But th- these guys, what they're saying is instead of like... Uh, quantity like netflix they're going for quality so they have that john favreau uh star wars thing going on there and i think they're going to start pulling away you know their typical marvel stuff they would have a netflix and you know obviously bring it to their own streaming service and stuff so yeah right my understanding is uh movies starting when it comes to marvel and star wars the movies coming out starting in 2019 will be on the service Um, but the other ones you'll still be able to see like on tnt or netflix or whatever uh, because oh, of contracts okay. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, supposedly John, another John Favreau. Cool. Yeah. Supposedly another uh, TV station owns the rights to the Star Wars movies. Did you know that? Like for television? Like forever? Uh, I think. It, oh shoot. Because they're on TNT all the time. Yeah, I think they signed on for here it is. Yeah, Turner Broadcasting. You're correct. It is TNT. They have it for eight years. Ending when or starting when? Uh, does not say in the article. I apologize. Uh, well, so you would think that after that, uh, Disney would get them back and put them on the streaming service. But yeah, you got the Star Wars thing. We have, uh, I think, the next season of um, Clone Wars might be going up on there. Or I don't know if that's going to Disney XD or not. Hmm. Um, but that's all we know about from the Disney thing, right? This is the Star Wars show. Mm, yes, I think. I yeah. So we might be able to hold off on that for a little bit until they get their content going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait, when is DC's thing start starting? Oh, Alan! Hey, quick hit, <laughs> quick hit, Alan! Oh. The DC Universe online streaming service has announced their start date. What? It is starting December. Nope, that's so wrong. It is starting <laughs> September fifteenth. Oh wow, that's coming up, dude! That's in two weeks. I'm stoked. Although I didn't get my email, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, took my money. And I get my email saying, hey, <laughs> you, you can turn us on September 15th. I got to go to the interwebs to find that. Wow. Anyway, so I'm excited. Titans is premiering in October. I want to say October 12th. I might be wrong. Uh, but it seems like they're doing a slower rollout of all the shows. It's not like going to premiere and then all the shows will be there. But I think Titans is the first one. And Young Justice, I think, is supposed to premiere in January, the new season of the cartoon, mm-hmm. which is, I'm okay with because I have to catch up on the first two seasons. So I'm, I'm assuming when they open on September 15th, it's just going to be all the old stuff. Which so I'm you should with. have access to everything. Isn't that what it, how it works? That's what it 
seems like now I was away. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Well, I was away yesterday, but um, Kevin Smith hosted an hour and a half kind of like online show talking about it. Hmm. And I haven't watched it yet. It's still, I think it's on YouTube. Okay. Where they talk about it and, and what's going to be on there. So I'm going to watch it. But I'm assuming because they didn't announce any other premiere dates except for the, the hard October 1 for Titans and the soft, you know, beginning of 2019 for Young Justice. Right. That's obviously not going to pr- premiere with any, what you call it. Wow. Any new content. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that because there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. Absolutely. Dude, you know, I'm going to be blowing up your phone and be texting, oh my God, I found this. Oh my God, this is on you. <laughs> well, this is going to be like the trend from that here on out. It looks like all these streaming services. Yeah, I mean, you would think Star Wars, Star Wars and Marvel are all Disney. And you got DC. I mean, who else is going to put on streaming service? Probably Sony <laughs> or somebody. Yeah, Universal. Universal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, technology is okay. amazing. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's our streaming service news. Wonderful. Right. Click it. Click it. You got some Tom Hardy news. Oh, yeah. That dude signed on for three Venom movies, which I think is maybe the standard, I guess, for superhero movies if you're an action star. You know, so uh, he, he signed on. And, and I like on the interview, he says, uh, what did he say? He says, I, I like playing these characters like Eddie Brock and Venom. I, I like that he sees him as two different people you know oh that's what you're saying yeah 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 that's interesting it is very interesting and that's yeah, I, right around the corner i think isn't it venom yeah october november yeah uh oh. here you go october 5th there you go right around the corner yeah you listen to our review our discussion i don't, I don't like to say we review movies we discuss we discuss <laughs> we discuss each other too yeah the three the three movie thing is a is a whatchamacallit it does seem kind of standard because remember Robert Downey signed initially for three Iron Man's just snowballed. Uh, so I wonder if Venom does really well, is he is he the he being Venom slash Tom Hardy, is he the one you build a cinematic universe around? Would it be Spider Man? Well that's the thing, does Spider Man take I don't we don't know what the move what the deals with Marvel. Oh, right. So I see. how does yeah. how does does Spider Man even dare take Spider Man out of the Marvel Universe to put him into the Venom let's call it the Venom verse? Hmm. Or do they just let the contract with Marvel run out, say thanks to Tom, Tom Holland, and just reboot Spider-Man for the Venomverse? Wow. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to build it around Venom, so Sony's basically building a Spider-Bad-Guy universe. Kind of like that. Well, they're talking about doing a Silver Sable Black Cat movie, and they're technically good guys, but they're kind of like mercenary good guys, so they could you know walk the line. Well, maybe that's what they're building upon. Maybe they're starting their, you know, doing their Sinister Six, starting off with, like, you know, individual movies culminating in the big one. And bringing Spider-Man back? And then bringing Spider-Man back with, with, new, with or without Tom Holland. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. All right, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's a waiting game. Yeah, all right. Well, what are your, what are your, what are your thoughts about Venom, the movie? Are you excited? Are you... Um, it's there, you know. I'm, yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things where... I'm probably going to wait for the reviews. I think, uh, I, you know, when they announced it, I w- it was it was a, it was peculiar. It was okay, but nothing to the level of oh my god, they're going to do another Spider-Man movie again. Right. You know, this is uh, I'm on. Eh, we'll see. I'm on the fence. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go see it, but I'm not like excited about it. And, and there's no spider on this chest. I just I don't know. And let's face it, with Movie Pass, if you have Movie Pass, mm. and then it comes out, you won't be able to see the stupid movie for like three weeks. 
Yeah, it'll be on D- it'll be on Blu-ray before you get to see it. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. All right, quick hit, quick hit. The Rock. The Rock is back. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. So it was announced a while back that there were talks of doing him doing Big Trouble in Little China, and I think a lot of the fear was, I don't think you need to remake that movie, and I, I think. Just, so, go ahead. That's a fantastic, wonderful movie. Don't touch that movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's a classic. It's a John Carpenter movie. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell, Jack Burton, great character, awesome movie, still stands today, and uh, and so you know basically Dwayne Johnson came out and says no, this is not a reboot, it's more of a continuation. I, I think it. I think The Rock is just basically doing, you know, what he's doing with Jumanji. You know, they had a lot of success with it. They're keeping it fresh or keeping it modern without really hurting the original story and stuff. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I mean, if they do it on that fashion, I'm okay with it. You know, kind of freshen things up, and maybe it will give these like new movie viewers an idea as to watch to to see what the original one was like. You know? Yeah, I mean, look, I love that movie. Uh, if they make it, so maybe the bad guy is the same or something. But you know, The Rock needs Jack Burton's help, and they can bring Kurt Russell back. I'm all for it. Oh, that's gonna be that would be amazing. I would absolutely. I would love it. it. Yeah, and I'd love to. How love do you to have see the three Ravens again? Too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Okay, can you name them? Can you can you name them? Yeah, it was one they named like Thunder, Lightning, and Rain or something like that. Okay, that was too easy. Okay, or maybe I'm just that good. <laughs> maybe it was really hard. I'm just that good. <laughs> hey, we haven't done a, sh- a podcast on that one yet either, huh? Put it on the list. On the list. Okay. Well, maybe we should so. just do the movies of Kurt Russell, the '80s movies of Kurt Russell. Oh man, awesome! Oh my god, Overboard. Oh, man, you went right to Overboard. <laughs> you skipped that. over Escape from New York. You skipped over They Live. You went straight. All right, Overboard, I guess. Overboard. All right, look out for our Overboard podcast, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, quick hit. Quick hit. <laughs> Top Gun and Quiet Place are both getting sequels. Top Gun Maverick and Quiet Place 2, more quieter. Um <laughs> Tentative title. Uh, their sequels are, are set to come 2020. Now, that's good for Quiet Place because Quiet Place came out this year. Not good news for Top Gun because Top Gun came out 30 years ago. Right. And they were supposed to come out in 2019, but it's been pushed back to 2020. Okay. Reason why, man? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it seems like every now and then when uh, when Top Gun comes up, they're always saying, oh, this person's joining the film and this person's joining the film, you know? So, I don't know. It's, it's well. Who's the newest guy? Uh, oh, I forgot. He's a big name too. Anyway, someone's joining the film. That's a big name. Right. Okay. Quick, it. All right. You want to talk about some chick named Meg? That <laughs> beat up did Solo. you see the movie The Meg that came out recently? I did not. Wow. But a, a lot of people overseas did because that movie went gangbusters uh, overseas. Uh, so much money that it already has outdone. Um, Star Wars: A Solo Story, 412 million globally, and Star Wars did 392. So not too bad. But the big thing wait, is, wait, wait, stop. What? Solo only made 392 globally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 392 box office during its lifetime run, and the Meg just opened what two weekends ago? Two or three. Yeah. Two or three, right? 412 mil, and the the big the biggest thing was what overseas. So overseas. The Meg did 306 mil, and overseas in China did 179. So, no bueno. Now, I've been thinking about this because the Meg didn't get great reviews, but a lot of times these bad movies, so a lot of bad movies here 
do yeah. really well overseas. And I wonder if that's because they're just, I don't know, like starved for American cinema or special effects or something. I don't know. Because they do really well. A lot of bad movies. And, and the worst part about that is that, that means we get sequels. Because almost every time I hear a movie's going to sequel, I'm like, wait a minute, they're making a sequel to that movie? And I do a little investigation. It's always because it made a crap load of money overseas. Mm. Like, oh, okay, that's why. Because it's gotten to the point, and I guess that's good, that you could not do well in the U.S., but globally you could do a lot better. Right. So that really stings when you don't <coughs> hold solo. <coughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's insane. That thing, that thing made me make $400 million worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it probably costs, what, two fifty? dollars uh, Maybe. I mean, it lost a lot of money because of all the reshoots they had to do. And oh, yeah, that's true. Too. They they did, I forgot the percent, but wasn't it like 70% of the movie they had to reshoot? Yeesh. I mean, that's, that's like filming two movies in one. I think I saw the wrong cut then. I think I saw the one <laughs> they, uh, they didn't reshoot. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so good for the Meg. So that means we're going to have a Meg too. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. I didn't do my scribble scribble, so I got lost. Da, 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 oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, Alan. Yo. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is getting a, the complete series is getting a Blu-ray Blu-ray release box set on October the thirtieth. Awesome. Is yes. it coming out with any perks? Absolutely. All right. Uh, you're gonna get these round silver discs, and each one will have a certain. Oh, sorry. The deluxe set is going to come. Where's the picture? I lost the picture. I'm sorry. Here it is. All right. The complete animated series deluxe limited edition Blu-ray box set would be upgraded with a digital copy. So I guess you'll get a code and that'll let you, I guess, download all the episodes digitally. Nice. Actually, Amazon dropped the price to only $87.39 and it's coming with, gosh, I mean, disc one, two, three, four. It looks like it, like, like 10 or 12 discs. It's coming with the animated movies, The Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, that was and, good. And Batman Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming with a booklet. It's coming with, looks like, postcards of, of uh, you know stills from the show. Mm-hmm. It's coming with three Funko Pop. They're called Pocket Pops. They're really tiny, almost like keychains. Okay. And it's coming with a Batman, a Harley Quinn, and a Joker. It's coming with this really nice, in a nice sleeve box. Uh, there's a documentary called The Heart of Batman. It's an all-new documentary. 25 years later, all right, in-depth look at it, blah, blah, blah. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, as I said, Batman, Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero, The Dark Knight's first night pilot promo. Witness the 1991 Batman promo reel as Bruce Timm and Eric Radomski discuss the origins of Batman the Animated Series. The Legacy Continues Retrospective. Robin Rising, How the Boy Wonder's Character Evolved. Gotham's Guardians, the stalwart supporting characters, Voices of the Night, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, Adrian Barbeau, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., and Andrea Romano discuss the process of bringing their characters to life. Gotham's New Knight, Barbara Gordon, oh, it's about Batgirl, video commentary on a few of the episodes, uh, Arkham Asylum featurette, talk about Clayface, Harley Quinn, these are all different featurettes. The Joker, Mr. Free, Two-Face, wow, there's a lot of them, Ventriloquist the Scarface, and Concepting Harley Quinn. There's a tour of the Batcave. Hmm. There's audio commentaries on a whole bunch of episodes. And then there's Legends of the Dark Knight, which that was a commentary on that episode. Sorry. Yep. Jam-packed. For less than $90. All right. I don't know, man. I'm, I was I was you, not going to get it, but that digital download sounds awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love that show. Remember, we, did you, 
Were we friends? Yeah, I think we were friends when we watched it in college, right? Yeah, I, I, I did not. I don't. I did, well, I'll tell you right now. I didn't watch it as much as you did. I mean, I remember I, I caught the first couple seasons up until the introduction of Robin. I remember that being a big deal. And, oh, okay. And then uh, I think I kind of petered out after that. Yeah, we would me and my uh, sweet mates, my actually my roommates because I was in the apartment at the time. We would make sure we were home to watch Batman animated, and I think Animaniacs came on right after it. Oh, there you go. Yes. Right. Cool. Good times. Yeah, that was a great show. Yes, sir. All right. So, Alan, that was our last quick hit. And thus ends quick hits. And thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. Almost. So. No. Dang it. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. on my list. Yeah. So, basically, what we're going to do is uh, periodically, we're going to give you some updates as to what's going on in streaming services, right? Netflix. So, mm-hmm. September 1, we got The Breakfast Club. If you haven't seen that movie watch it because it's coming up on one of our shows um we got groundhog day and spider-man 3 september 4 we got black panther so you can wow man that was quick yeah well when did black panther come out was that february, february? holy smokes uh september 6th scott pilgrim versus the world that was a fun one and uh september 7th season two of iron fist now i need to ask you this did you finish season two, Luke Cage? No. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't do- think I don't think I'm gonna even watch this episode one of this stupid Iron Fist. I'm, I'm really gonna not try. Gonna I'm gonna try. All right. Well, good for you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spent. September seventh, Iron Man. Iron Fist. Keep going. And that's all I got for pop culture stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, so thus ends Quick Hits. Thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. For real this time. All right. This is Alan signing off. And this is Alan saying, you say classy, Gotham City. Yeah, I'm going with fake, I'm going with fake cities now. All right. <laughs>